But are you ready just to receive? I want to talk about Father's intention. I'm just going to read this through and I'm not going to labor on it. I'm just going to speak it into the atmosphere. Sometimes we need to speak into the atmosphere. Two, three. Come on. Some of you, your greatest enemy right now is your lack of movement in your lips. You don't need your situation to change. You need your lips to move. Paul and Silas' situation changed after their lips moved. And they were beaten and chained in a prison. And you know what? They didn't pray to get out. They praised God. Stephen's been stoned to death. He didn't pray for it to stop. He prayed for the ones who were persecuting him. Your lips are your secret weapon. That the devil has blinded too many in the church with the lie, if I can work this out and understand it, then things will be okay. The law says, don't work it out. Don't try to understand it. Just let praise, agreements. I hear the Lord say, sometimes when we talk about our problems all the time, we're coming into agreement with the enemy and with the problems. Come on, the Bible says, let the weak say, God's kingdom is upside down. It does not say, let the weak say, I I will be strong. No, I am strong. You might say, but that, that, I, I can't do that because that's a lie. No, that's the truth. The devil has lied by saying we can't speak the truth unless our reality naturally lines up with our spiritual reality. We don't need a shift of natural reality. We need a shift of spiritual perspective. I will never be more loved, more accepted than I am right now. I will never be more holy or righteous than I am right now, and nor will you if you're a believer. Your behavior might change, but that does, that's not an indicator of your righteousness, because otherwise that's works-based Christianity. You weren't saved by being good enough, and you're not sustained by being good enough. You're saved by the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So the word of the Lord to you is your secret weapon right now is your lips. Let it out. Let it out. We start to declare, and you believe it. Come on, this even what Pastor Sheridan said, this, this hallelujah is, is a response. Let's do this together. Let's do this together. Let's just not yell and come in unison together out of our lips when someone scores a try in rugby. Come on. We're on the edge of our seat. Maybe they will score a try. I want to tell you, Jesus Christ, not only has scored a try, He's won the game. He's won the tournament. He's won the championship. He is seated on the right hand of the Father in heaven. Let's not wait for Jesus to do what Jesus has already done. We might come be coming into catching up with it, but don't determine the spiritual reality by our present natural reality so I'm going to declare the word of the Lord and together as a church every campus every person we're going to come into agreement with it in Jesus name
as a nation. There be many prophetic words. As a nation, there be many prophetic words and declarations spoken over many decades. And we praise God for every word that has come from the heart of God over this nation. But now it is time to step into the fulfillment of what God has decreed. It is time to lay hold of what God has prophetically declared. Listen to this, the body of Christ. It's time to lay hold of what God has prophetically said. Don't look for another word. Partner with what God has already declared. For some of you in your personal life, you're looking for another word. The Lord says, partner with what I have already declared. Don't wait for a new word. Partner with what I've already declared. You might say God hasn't declared anything. He's given you a whole book of declarations that are yours to start to partner with in the Holy Ghost. Now is the time to step into your spiritual inheritance as a nation. You don't earn an inheritance, you're given an inheritance. Come on, praise God. It's time to find your place and to do your part in God's plan. And I see an army arising and taking her place at the forefront of what is happening in this nation. Come on, it's time for the church. We actually lead the way in this nation. But we don't do it through physical things. We do it in the spirit. Come on, in the spirit. Spiritual is greater than natural. Don't go to social media. Go to your knees. Go to your prayer closet. Go to gathering together, declaring the word of the Lord over this nation. Go shakakarabakuranda. Some of us need to go and start to find out what has God prophesied over this nation. Some of orabashikanda. I see of us. Some of us making a war room. Have you seen that movie with the prophecies over New Zealand? Get it up on the wall. Get it up on the walls of this church. What has God declared over this nation? And we start to pray and prophesy and say, let it be done. Let it be done. Let it be done. Let it be done. In the name of Jesus Christ, it's time to come into agreement, alignments with what God has already said. It's time to come out of the barracks onto the battlefield. It's time for all intimidation to be broken off the people of God. It's time for the whole people of God to rise up with the Holy Ghost confidence that Christ in us is the hope of glory. Intimidation's got to go from the church. You have nothing to be intimidated by. You had the Lord God Almighty living on the inside of you. God did not give me a spirit of timidity. Come on. It's a, it's a spiritual thing. Stop fighting it on the natural level. Resist that thing and submit to God and He must flee in the name of Jesus Christ. In fact, by the Spirit of God, if you battle against intimidation and you want to go and stand to your feet right now, you might say, I'm, I'm too scared to do that. 
Stand to your feet. If the enemy comes against you in intimidation, lift your hands to heaven right now. Come on, don't miss your moment. Don't miss your moment. Don't miss your moment. Don't be intimidated right now not to stand in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is a time, every campus, if it's you in that room, don't look around. Stop being intimidated even as we deal with intimidation. The Lord God Almighty is for you. The Lord God Almighty is for you. Great Jehovah is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? You are a child of the Most High God. You have been bought with the precious blood-stained blood of Jesus Christ. I declare by the Spirit of the Most High God, if the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. Spirit of intimidation in the people of God and in the church of Jesus Christ. I speak to you right now and I say, get your hands off God's chosen, holy, righteous sons and daughters. It stops today. I break the power of intimidation. You will reign no more. If you received it, say, I am free. If you received it, you need to lift your voice and shout, I am free. Come on, whole church, I am free. I am free. I am free in Jesus' name. Grab your seats. The whole army of Israel was intimidated by one giant called Goliath. Think about this, the whole army of God, the whole people of God were intimidated by one giant. But it only took one young man to defeat that giant. And as a result, mobilized the whole army of Israel to defeat the whole Philistine army. What is possible through your God-confident life? It's time to shake off the shackles of constraint. Hmm. Don't be constrained. Don't be constrained and called it respectful. Don't call it, be constrained and call it decently and in order. A cemetery is pretty constrained. We're living stones. Come on. We are filled with the resurrection power of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Some of the, you in this room might be uncomfortable with my passion. If that's the case, don't go to heaven. In the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. There's going to be a Holy Ghost. There's a cloud of witnesses. There are people celebrating us on. I tell you right now, it's the most alive, vibrant place. I can tell you right now, when Jesus Christ rose from the dead, it wasn't, oh, that's good. When Lazarus came out of the tomb, it wasn't going, oh, cool. Didn't see that last week, but I suppose that's okay. Messes with my theology a bit. Come on. Constraint is not good. When it's a constraint that makes us limit God, limit ourselves and step back from actually enjoying the freedom that is in Christ Jesus. Some of us are more comfortable with our despair and our brokenness than we are with the King. And the Father and the Spirit who says, I want to bring freedom. Don't be constrained 
by what's familiar. There's a Father who wants to set you free. (sighs) Right now across this room, if you want freedom in any area of your life, stand to your feet. Come on, we're just going with the Holy Ghost to every campus if you want it. Again, you might be saying, this is different. Yep, this is God. Come on, you reach out, you reach out. Don't wait for me. Come on, reach out. Don't beg, don't beg. Start to declare. Come on. It is for freedom that Christ has set me free. Thank you, God, that I am free in Jesus Christ. I thank you every addiction, every chain is broken, every lie is broken in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, every campus, stand up, stand up, stand up and start to receive your freedom. I am free, I am free, I am free. Come on, start to declare it in the name of Jesus Christ by the Spirit of God. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. I prophesy and declare freedom. 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 I reclaim freedom. The right kingdom definition of freedom over the nation of New Zealand right now. It's not free to be who I want and what I want and to do what I want. It is freedom in Jesus Christ. And we prophesy as we receive our freedom, let it be released from the top of the North Island to the bottom of the South Island and shoot on. Let the spirit of freedom in the Holy Ghost break out right now, right now, right now. Every church, God, let the spirit of God, the spirit of freedom break out. Break out, 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 break out. Constraint, gone. Intimidation, gone. Grab your seats in Jesus' name. Just get ready to probably stand again. Who knows? I see a tidal wave of the glory of the Lord flowing from New Zealand. Some of us need to get a bit more excited about what God is doing. Come on. This is how quickly, this is how quickly that that enemy that's defeated, bound and gone will try to come back upon you. Come on. The people that are being delivered by the from demonic spirits in the book of Acts, unless they filled it up with the good stuff and came in the opposite spirit, they went round and they couldn't find anywhere, so they come back to the same place. Some of us, if God is breaking intimidation and constraint and the bondages of your life, then you need to not only receive that, you need to step into the opposite spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Some of you need to be more vocal for the rest of our time together than you've ever been because because it is breaking the power of intimidation and constraint. I can't do your breakthrough, but you can today. Don't believe the lie of the devil. This is hype. No, this is Holy Ghost. This is Holy Ghost. Anyone thinks this is hype, then you're missing the missing, missing, missing. And we are perpetuating the problem. God broke out. Everyone took awe. Come on, took note that these people have clearly been with Jesus and God. 3,000 got saved. Come on. It was Holy Ghost, it was fire, it was tongues, it was what the heck's going on? Obviously, God is in the house. I want to tell you, God is in the house today. This is not just nice meetings, but God's in this house today. 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 
God's in this house. Come on, lay your hands on your own head right now. God's in this house today. In Jesus' name. I see a tidal wave of the glory of the Lord flowing from New Zealand. (sighs) Habakkuk 2.14, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the despair and the despondency of, oh, woe is me, we're in a bad shape. Nothing will ever get better. Shout me down. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And the word of the Lord is, I see a tidal wave of the glory of the Lord flowing from New Zealand, not just to New Zealand. I see it flowing from New Zealand. It has been prophesied land and we claim it in the name of Jesus Christ. It will flow from New Zealand. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It will flow from New Zealand and it will even affect the west coast of New Zealand called Australia. Come on, release the glory. Release it on me in Jesus' name. Release it across the nations of the world. Don't wait for it. Be it. Take hold of it. Step into it. I saw. I saw Steve McCracken breathing. I saw many young, small, young children in a courtyard, in a courtyard, schoolyard. Many small young children in a schoolyard. And they were there with their hands up high, they were jumping up and down in eagerness, shouting at the tallest and the strongest person in the school, saying, pick me for your team. And God is looking for that same eagerness from His children in this great end time harvest. I can tell you right now, mark my words, mark my words, I will not stand and see the glory And the end time harvest of God passed me by and go, that's nice. I will not let it pass me by. And God is calling activate churches. He's calling the church in New Zealand to not let it pass by, but to jump in and be a part of it. Some of you need to pray. That had flashbacks. I got told this morning, I got told this morning that they intentionally made the stage lower in this building. (sighs) But it's okay, you know, if I fell off and broke my foot, you would lay your hands on me, pray for me, I'd be healed and revival would break out. I have no idea what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to let it pass me by. Mm, mm. Pick me. Anyone else? The Lord says start to pursue what you're praying for. I'm praying, I'm waiting. No, pray and pursue. Pray and pursue. Pray and pursue. Pray and pursue. Come on. (sighs) Jonathan's arm, a bearer, whatever's in your heart. Let's do it. Let's crazy. Let's climb a cliff and go and attack an army. I'm right there with you. Come on, if God's in this, God's in this. And even in that story, he's the armor bearer. He should have carried it, but he starts to cut off people's heads and kill people. It's a beautiful, it's a G-rated story. It's in the Bible. And he 
destroy the enemy. And the Lord just said to me right now, that wasn't his role, but it was needed in that move. And God says, some of you get ready to move positions because in this move of God, he might move you to a different position. I never, ever want to hear out of the people of God, myself included. It's not my job when God calls us to do something. That was a big word for some of you in this room right now. The word of the Lord is your role is whatever I call you to do in that moment. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are we good? Are you good online? I heard it in the spirit. Praise God. I'll ask you again. Are you good online? Praise God. I want to just mention briefly a few more things. That's Father's intention for this nation. Do you receive it? I pray you receive it by the Spirit of God. Time to step into fulfillment, spiritual inheritance, the army. Come on, on the forefront of what God is doing. No intimidation, no restraint, a tidal wave of the glory of the Lord. And then the Lord spoke to me and said, let me tell you what the enemies of my intention are in the nation of New Zealand. Number one, comparison and competition amongst the churches. Comparison, competition have no place in the life of any believer. Come on. Again, I said it before, I'll say it again. If you want to compare yourself, his name is Jesus. Then let's see how we measure up. Come on, we're all on this journey. Number two, fear and intimidation caused by a defeated enemy. That's an enemy to what God's intention is. Fear and intimidation caused by a defeated enemy. Come on, he's defeated. We dealt with him. Some of you might say, no, we just prayed for a moment, Steve. Let's not gloss it away. I hear the Lord say, I can do more in a moment than we can do in a lifetime. Come on, when that thing starts to come back, no, 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 declare it, 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 declare it. And the Lord says, it's not just for your freedom, it's for the freedom of others through your life. The enemy is hopelessness and discouragement caused by delays and disappointments. And what God has promised, but we have not yet seen. It's casualness and complacency caused by coming under a different culture than kingdom culture. It's a false belief that someone else will do what needs to be done. I hear the Lord say, tag your it. A false belief that we have plenty of time and that there is no urgency. That's the enemies. But then I heard the Lord say, it's sign up time today it's sign up time today it's sign up time today you don't have to sign and register to come into church praise God hallelujah how many are glad that those days are gone but you do need to sign up for kingdom purpose today kingdom advancement today oh that's not really my thing I'm more of a fly under the radar that's a lie from the pit of hell that's demonic I'll call it as it is it's demonic it's demonic it's demonic deal with that thing reject that thing no 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 if you've been given the been reconciled to God then the Bible says every one of us has been given the ministry of reconciliation returning people to God to favor with God hmm it's sign up time today the Lord says and I heard the Lord say some of us need to stop being slack and calling it being safe Playing it safe is often synonymous with disobeying God. I just want to play it safe. 
It's probably called disobedience. Aren't you glad Jesus didn't play it safe and he went to the cross? Please, please, just hear the word of the Lord. Aren't you glad that Jesus didn't play it safe? But listen, even Jesus wrestled with it. Father, if it's possible, can you remove this cup from me? If it's possible, I know you're willing. Is it possible to do it another way? Yet not what I want, what you want. And Father says, son, this is my way. And he goes, then I submit. And that's why he says, you want to be my disciple? Deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. God is looking for a people that release the glory of God on this nation. And I believe I'm looking at people in this room. I'm talking to people online right now in Jesus' name. I'm almost done. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> if you believe that, you're doing good. Activate churches. Activate churches. The Lord said, I see you stamp with the same DNA and it's your father's DNA. I see you like children in a family. Clear differences, but distinctly family. Children's differences should be celebrated as long as the family culture is still honored. Can I say it's not so much about honoring the culture of Activate Church as it is about kingdom culture. But last time I checked, Activate Culture is kingdom culture. But let's not make it about the culture of a church. Let's make it a culture of heaven. Come on, some of us. The culture of heaven. You can be different. You can be distinct. But some of us are priding ourselves on our differences rather than thanking God that we're part of His kingdom family and we carry the DNA of the Father in heaven. The world has been polluted, defiled, in the season that we're in by independence and I can be who I want to be, choose what I want to be, my distinctive, my differences, that's what I celebrate. And, and here is the word of the Lord. It's only valid if it comes from kingdom of heaven culture, not from the flesh and our own desires. I'll just preach it as it is. We need it in the pulpit today. You are who God created you to be, full stop. You might not feel like it, but that is who you are. And there is a devil who is trying to steal and rob the identity of individuals across this world. And we call it loving by coming into agreement with a lie. I want to tell you, you know the truth. And it's the truth that will set you free. Celebrate differences as long as it's part of the Father's DNA. Can I hear an amen in the church? You are called to be undeniably Pentecostal. Activate churches. You are called to be undeniably Pentecostal. Why? Because that's the only view, model, type of church that the Bible had. We're all about denominations. No, I'm about Bible. I'm about Bible. I'm about God's way is better than man's way. Can I hear an amen? Come on. The disciples who had been in the Bible school of Jesus Christ for three and a half years, who had seen the miracles, heard all the teachings, were theologically more trained than any of us, including the doctors in this room and the, the doctors of theology said, Amen. Come on. The, 
there's a lot of doctors of theology in this room. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. They knew the teachings. They knew the truth. They'd seen the miracles. They had participated in them. They were sent out. Come on. They came back celebrating. Well, you hear all the demons are subject to us and people are healed and people are set free. There is no one in all of history who is more ready to go and plant churches than the disciples that have been with Jesus Christ for three and a half years. So he's about to go back to heaven and they're ready to go, 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 go. And he says, okay, here's my instruction. Wait. But we know it all. Uh-huh. I want you to wait until you are filled, saturated with the power of the Holy Ghost and with fire. Do not leave until He comes upon you. The day of Pentecost 3000 was not because you had educated people who had been with Jesus, but you had people that were filled heaven. There was a sound like the rushing of a mighty wind. Come on, come on. In the natural today, come on. Let's release it in the spiritual, the sound of a rushing wind to fill the room where they are together in prayer. And there's seemed to be like tongues of fire. They Oh, and they came upon them and they stand and speak in other tongues. You cannot contain or explain what God is doing. You're called to be undeniably Pentecostal. Every person is called to be marked by God in an undeniable way. People can't tell we're Christians. Are we Christians? Come on. Come on. Every person activate churches to be marked, branded by the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost. People should be able to tell who we belong to. We don't belong to ourselves. We're not fighting for our rights. We are marked by the glory of God. Every person baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit in an undeniable way. And I pray you pick up the word undeniable. It's in an undeniable way. Hmm. Jesus said you don't light a lamp and then cover it over with. Come on. You do it. You put it in the house so everyone in the house can go the lights on. People should be able to see in your life, in my life, the light is on. The light is on. And someone's home and His name is the Holy Ghost. Every person moving in signs, wonders and miracles in an undeniable way. Every person committed to a lifestyle of prayer, communion and fellowship in an undeniable way. Every person pursuing the great commandment and the great commission as the highest priority of our life. It's not about earning a living, it's about honouring our God. Every person anchored to and empowered by the truth of who God is and what God has declared His Word and by His Spirit.